Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. So guys, right now at Green Mountain Dental Group, they are giving DNVR listeners, DNVR members, a free Sonicare toothbrush. All you got to do is schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. If you've never been to Green Mountain Dental Group, check it out. Our sales director, Lindsay, just had her wisdom teeth removed from Green Mountain Dental Group. She had a great experience. Tons of DNVR employees, tons of people on our staff go to Green Mountain Dental Group. So if you are in need of a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, Schedule one at Green Mountain Dental Group. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush today. And Gobert falls down and the second dunk of the playoffs. And the second dunk tonight. Denver foul, assistant number 11. Watch the little flop inside. First team. I feel a little momentum here. This is a big play down. Murray. Pow! Right in the kisser. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. Boo, Sad boo, boo. Sad boo, boo, boo. A tough one, guys. A tough pill to swallow. This is how almost, actually, I would say every Nugget season has sort of wound down for 55 seasons. It's, uh, it does feel oddly familiar. It does feel, oh, hello, old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I'm your host, Adam Matas. I'm joined by an all-star cast of of losers, Delanco. I feel like I'm a topless. You know what? I'm gonna bring this energy up. We're like a little low right now. Let's go, <laughs> baby. Nobody loses like me. Uh, nobody loses like any of us, man. Nobody, nobody can suffer like us, man. I'm telling you, I'm that's what makes this. us Nuggets fans. We're I'm so good, at, good this. at this. I'm good at uh, this. Brendan, vote over here. I'm not good at this yet. I'm <laughs> yeah, you're well. You're being yeah, you're soft time. like taffy. Uh, Grow up, dude. Uh, I thought this team had more to offer, fellas. Well, I don't want well, to start there, but I'm just that's my so. Intro. Here's the thing about this game, in my opinion. I mean, we're going to talk some broad strokes. We're going to hear from Michael, what Michael Malone and the Nuggets had to say. We're going to do everything here. What is it, <laughs> Kenny Shaq and Chuck? I like it. Yeah, there it is. I get to be. Sh- I'm Shaq. Oh man, what? That's easy. I want to be EJ. I want to be EJ. I want to be EJ. Come on. Um, I don't want to be any of them. To be honest. Uh, no, but guys, we're going to work through a lot of different things. I mean, here's. I'm going to start from. My top-down view of this series, uh, of this game, I'm sorry. I don't want to bury the, bury the series just yet, even though it's kind of dead. Um, the Nuggets battled in this one, which is what I wanted to see. Things didn't go perfectly for them. But after games two and three, I was worried that, uh, you know, I was worried you wouldn't even at least get, like, a yeah. you know, go down swinging moment. You got that. Denver's flaws, and I think Nikola Jokic's biggest flaw, was exposed throughout the series and including in this game. But... Denver also showed their the good parts of them in this game, and I think that's what's important. I mean, you saw Jamal Murray step up and once again look like he was on the ascension of Jamal Murray. Uh, you saw Jokic hit big shots even after struggling. You saw some positive things. You even saw Michael Porter Jr. knock down a shot. We'll talk about him a lot Will later. We keep this dumb joke up the entire time. Pain? <laughs> no, the, the Chuck. So, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a what? You can't leave it up yeah. the whole time. That, that. Eric, you guys better be careful, man. Eric's coming in. He, he's going to be spicy. Um, yes, I see a, a comment here. That loss was oddly cathartic, I think. And this yeah. is partly because the bar got lowered so much, I think, for Denver over these last two games. But they fought. That's my takeaway. They fought. Yeah. I mean, how, how what a bummer is that, though? It's the a real bummer. Were, it's did a real they bummer. fight? Did they show up and care? Did they show up and play basketball? And that's <laughs> really the question that they had us asking after games two and three. So Yeah, that felt like the Nuggets. But that's actually, Adam, like, to me, to me, even the bright spots in this game aren't that bright because it just sort of feels like Denver was swimming upstream this entire series. 
and Jamal goes off in game one, and Jamal goes off in, true. in game yeah. four. But how related to that was was a healthy half-court offense. That's, of course, not a knock on Jamal. Yeah, that's a little true. Um, but it just didn't feel like you could point to anything and say, oh, that's what they're doing well, as opposed to, like, man, that dude's hitting some shots. Conversely, Utah came down the floor, knew what they wanted all series long. And so it just doesn't – even looking ahead to next season, you feel like, well, that wasn't so inspiring. The Jokic, We're not looking towards next season yet. The Jokic, We're, not yeah, We're not there yet. We're not doing that yet. But Jokic's defense, I think, is the, like, the biggest like, negative of this is, you know – he, Utah had the two pieces, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, to sort of really attack him in a way that he just can't, apparently, very, very apparently cannot uh, cannot do anything against. Um, but, you know, here's, what, here's how I'd go with it. They play the first time, it's a close game, Denver wins. They play the second time with seven players, it's a close game, Denver wins. Play a third time, it's a close game, it goes into overtime, den- double overtime, Denver wins. Play a fourth time, it goes into overtime, Denver wins. So then you go into the two blowout losses, which I think we agree are a little bit of anomalous because of just the quit that Denver put out there. Then you go to this game that goes to a two-point game. So in my opinion, Denver and Utah, this this was the real matchup with them. They're really, really close. Both of them have some strengths and weaknesses, and unfortunately those two get-middle games of the series really sour just so much of everything else and make this one feel so much lower. I know. That's the thing is that you just look at the – adjustments that were made today and you say why 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 did it take so long to get there so i want to can we dissect that for a second because the 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 move today was to put porter on the bench and bring monte morris back in the game which the monte morris part first of all i think it's a great i mean i I was really impressed with the move i thought it was the right move i I know a lot of nuggets fans wanted more part porter not less Here's the problem, and I think this is actually – it's weird that Michael Porter Jr. came down to be the defining thing for Denver, I think. Their defense, obviously, is one thing, but that's just who they are. But Michael Porter didn't play throughout the year. He was not ready for this moment, and I think it was very clear. Not not offensively, not mentally, right. not anything else. He didn't know how to play NBA defense. It's complicated. It's hard. He didn't have the reps throughout this season to be ready for this moment, and then there was the idea of, oh, now we're going to throw him out there, and he's going to be the third most important player on the – he just – it was too much for him, and in hindsight, I think we all know that. Yeah, it had to be playable on that level, and also like out there struggling on defense and not really a big factor on offense. So, of course, in those situations, he's a net negative. This is the other side to the perspective on how Malone handled this, and this is where critics now have a leg to stand on to some extent. You know, there's the whole thing where you have to – he's coachable now. You have to coach him all you can, and, and I subscribe to that. But there's also this thing of they waited, they waited, they waited – and they needed him. Whether yeah. that was that's fair or not, like after injury, they needed him and he wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- that, it's such a big layer to this because they really did need Michael Porter. They needed Michael Porter, the 20-point scorer, and they just didn't get that guy. And it just it didn't, it didn't feel like he was really a part of, of Denver's offensive attack or anything like that. What he did feel like he was a part of was Utah's offensive attack in that he was play, kind of placed in that all the time. But let's go to Jamal Murray, guys. Let's get to the good stuff first. You know, he had a really bad, just like Jokic, he had a really bad games two and three. I mean, just really, really bad. Got locked up. This game, he showed up. It was so clear he wanted to win it. It was so clear that he had the belief and the will to get Denver to win it. He needed just a little bit more help from all the other guys. And I think if we do look at a silver lining here, one of them is that Jamal Murray really can rise to the occasion in these moments. I'm not that surprised, to be honest with you, that he had this night. No, no, no. I mean, it is a bummer that we got to the place where we needed just I mean the, the Nuggets when they're at their best is just that two man game between yeah. Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray but give Utah a lot of credit they took that away I mean yeah. Rudy Gobert patrolled the paint they needed Jokic to knock down that three to bring him out he didn't hit it today I mean that was that's one of the story I'm glad he took it he needed to take it yeah man what a Jamal really he really stepped up I mean unfortunately God, it really just came down to that like he had to hit that that uh layup against Rudy Gobert at the very end. He hits that. like yeah. oh. I mean, I guess it, when it comes down to the fact that he's taking the shot every time down, it's going to be on his fingers whether they make or miss. But right, Man, what a game, though. What a game from Jamal. For, for Jamal, that's what I'm piece. saying. I want to stick on this piece, though. He got piece. his 50 piece, and he hits a buzzer beater, like, un- unlike the other one. What do we have, Allie? Um, it's Ice Cave Guy's birthday. He asked me. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Hey, shout out Ice Cave guy, living legend. Sorry about the melted ice cave. That's a better The melted ice cave. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, I mean, Jamal, look, we do know that. The consistency, what type of player is he, game in, game out. But we've seen this time and time again 
So not just that he can step up in these moments, but also two games in a row of questioning, does anyone care? Does anyone have fight? Well, of course Jamal does. He's answered that with a resounding yes. This dude is a gamer and a dog, and, and, and he was more than just a gamer tonight. He was what they needed to be, took and made the necessary shots, um, took it at Gobert and went to the rim strong when he needed to. He was everything the Nuggets needed, and you know I've been really hard on him in his career here, but he particularly deserved better tonight, I thought. Even defensively, I thought he bat, he's like improved. I mean, look, Denver can't claim to be anything defensively because they're just they're just horrible right. on that end, and that's a huge part of this. But <sighs> Jamal Murray himself, I thought, was battling. He had, of course, that save out of bounds. He did a lot of things. I mean, I mean, Jamal Murray. He's is he our king of the game, or do we have that that graphic already? To go? Not not quite yet. Okay, but to me, that's he is our uh, DraftKings king of the game. I oh, without men- question. I should without also question. mention you don't have to make a bet on like table tennis or anything. Not today, but it is there unless already, you want to. I placed a bet on uh, yeah. So DraftKings Vancouver Connect Canucks to be the next team that scores. Are the when um, are they are they playing? It's live right now. Yeah, there's hockey going on as we speak, huh? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Canucks. All right, so you. So should. I'm 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 putting that in right now. Okay. Golden yeah, Knights you, already scored. So Vancouver Canucks five dollars. Let's do okay, this. Okay, let's do it. So DNVR use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Um, Donovan Mitchell owned the series. I mean, he was by far and away the best player in the series. I don't like then, I don't like this past tense. Has owned. Is has owned. He is owning this series. So far, well, let's be honest. Let's be honest here. I don't know if Denver's going to show some fight. Let's tell you. I'll tell you this. To make up for games two and especially game three, Denver better freaking battle in game five of this. What oh, no feels doubt. like it is a meaningless game five or, or like a uphill battle or whatever. It's they better battle. come up and, ba- and battle for that one. Yo, but. If we get tonight, what we got tonight out of the Nuggets, the next game, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll at least go into the night holding my head relatively high. I mean, if it, if this game looked like the last two, I think I would have just been. I won't, um, man. Uh, I won't. Effort is not, effort's not the baseline for a team with championship aspirations, for a team with this much talent. Oh, but that was more than effort. No, no, they but, played no, but we're, we've fallen back shot. on effort because they took Donovan even Mitchell, that. Donovan yeah, yeah. Mitchell couldn't miss a shot, though. You're I mean, both like, right. You're both point. right. Actually, I'm curious, I'm curious what, whose I'm side good. you guys fall on on this because I think there's a little bit of truth on both sides. I mean, let's be honest, guys. Denver won, uh, like I just went through. In the If you throw out games two and three, Every battle between these two teams is like on a razor's edge. It is. On it a, sucks absolutely. that that this one fell on the other side. But totally. to be honest, Denver was due. They have three like overtime or, or close For to sure. overtime wins. Yeah, so. they just in just they just abandon two of the games out of a five, seven game series. Right. Like, that's the thing. You should walk away from this effort. Go tough loss. But they should walk away like, but we're still in this. A little more work to be done. But because they threw in games two and three, that you battled in one and that you battled in four. It just means so well, little. So let's move on to, the. I think, the, the tough parts of this. And one of them is Nikola Jokic, who tonight I thought wasn't bad. He battled 12 of 24. He had 29 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Okay. He was only a minus one. Like... I think sometimes people I, we see comments all the time like if it weren't for Jokic they wouldn't even been this like yeah no shit he's the best player he's got like he's on a different sp- scale he's on a different standard and I think with what we have seen in this series more than anything else is that teams do not fear him at all we've heard this for a long time but we've never seen it when it matters teams do not fear him or the rest of the Denver Nuggets one bit and there's a reason Donovan Mitchell has been otherworldly in this he's super talented he's incredible. But you get a little bit of confidence when you know, when you're not afraid of the other guy. And I think that at Jokic's, at this point of his career, he gets that label the same way that Dirk Nowitzki got the label and that so many other players, even like LeBron James at a certain point, guys thought he was great, but they're just like, I don't fear him. So many great players have had to go through this where it's like, got to earn it, baby. You have to earn it. You absolutely have to earn it. And it was great last year. It's going to be good in this series, but not nearly good enough. To this point. To this point. And, uh, yeah, I mean, to this point, would, you, I even like say, it. To would this you, point. you even say he's been a top three player in this series? Uh, no, because no, because I think you would probably have to go with Mitchell number one, go Bear, Murray, Murray tied for t- yeah. number two, and then... And, and so we, you know, he had to be the best player in this series. Yeah. So um, what do you make of that, though? What's disappointing to me is was what was on the court that appeared to reflect mental game stuff. The way he sort of fell out of two, the way he took himself out of three, regardless of who your coach is starting or what your team is doing, um, you have to set that example. And I, so I just thought, like, we there was a look in Yoke's eyes in the playoffs last year. Yeah. To me, it was the same look I've seen every great player in this league flash. Totally. And the play on the court followed it up, backed it up. And I know he was better tonight. I did not see that look from Yoke in this series. Yeah. The did, fight, just that fight. That like fight. We saw it with Luka, and that was what was so fun about today. Because Luka, today, you talk about an ascension. Today was the Luka Doncic ascension, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But you saw that, like, 
F you, like just this fury in his eyes, you know? And yeah, like to your point, Jokic didn't have that. You know, I've always compared Jokic to like a Peyton Manning type of greatness, meaning that he's really good at like thinking the game. Oh, for sure. Some players are scalpels and oh, some yeah. are sledgehammers and the best can be both. They're, the multi-tool can be both. Jokic is a scalpel. He's surgical. He knows exactly how to like, if you set the table, you see everything, he's going to figure it out. Yep. He's going to read it faster. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes you have players down. Sometimes you have rookies that don't know what the hell they're doing and putting you in tough spots. You have to make it work. That's when you just have to say, throw out the scalpel. I'm the sledgehammer. I'm busting through this door through hell or high water. He didn't have that. Even in tonight's game, I thought he tried. He battled. He, did. he yeah, shot. Yeah. Tonight he shot. He did some things. But he did. You know, I'd like to have seen him go at Gobert a little bit more. I would have liked to have seen yeah. him defend it at a little bit of yeah. a higher level or at least tried it. At, you know, well, maybe I mean, some plays on that end he a little was, bit more. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he was going at Gobert. Uh, it's like... It takes a lot of effort for Jokic to go at Gobert. He has to arc his back in a weird way to like get, get his it shot over. Up and yeah. over. Um, he, but he was mainly just facilitating for Jamal. When Jamal heated up, that two-man game just became a Jokic getting the ball to Jamal game. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Jokic still scored 29 points. I mean, it's not like he was a... a but again, know. I mean, back to his point, though, his 26 points, wasn't it? No, nine. 29. So, it's, I mean, and so like his averages for the, the series are still going to be like 25 and 12 or something. Yeah. But... But again, we just we judge him at a different standard because we've yeah. been the guys up here saying Jokic is not just a top ten player, but at his best he's a top five. Yeah, I mean he's gonna get knocked out of that, you know, going into next year because of this series because he was a guy that was the weakest point and, yeah. and wasn't able to overcome that. So tough one, you know. He did battle. I'm glad. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Just life is real. It's just garbage. Welcome to the suck, boys. Life is garbage. <laughs> is, welcome to where we live, where we exist, uh, at least for the time being. Um, let's just talk about the starting lineup here for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it was an interesting move. This was secretly the move I wanted. And I was afraid to say it because if you listen to the George Paul Carl podcast, he actually nailed it. This was exactly the lineup he thought he would go with. Maybe that's maybe Malone listened to the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what it was. But... um. I think for the next game, that's probably where you go as well. I think as you try to battle back into the series down 3-1, I think that's where you go to it. Yeah. This felt the most like, okay, there's something there. Yeah. Right? There's something Denver can build off of. That's how I agree. And when you change one thing, Jokic goes 3 of 10. I think hoping that he goes 4 of 10 is the most realistic thing. But let's be honest. He had a lot of shots early. Yeah. I think if he hits just – he started like 0 for 4. So if he just hits a couple of those, 2 for 4, 2 for 3 to start, it does change the complexion, and I think it opens up a lot more. Even him missing these kind of changed the oh, complexion. Oh, by the end of that game, Gobert was leaking out of the paint. And that – I mean, Morris – you saw Morris play bully ball and Mike Conley and Jamal Murray. They had room to operate. So you can imagine Jeez. that effect, you know, with the added effect of Jokic actually I like it, JJS. I like it. Um, uh, coming back from 3-1, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the only thing that would salvage games 2-3. I know you guys course. have been harping me on of this, course. but no, but I'm saying, like, I, I have said that quitting in the playoffs, not giving full effort in the playoffs greatest, is greatest an unfor sin. unforgivable sin, and we an saw that in Game sin. 3. Winning, even if they had they won tonight or whatever, I still would have had that in me where I'm like, great win, but I still remember what right. you did. You come back from 3-1, that shows me something. Yo, did you know that Nikola Jokic shot 10 three-pointers? I did. Was three he 3 of 10? Of 10? So three he has, 10. if he keeps taking and he has to take and make those shots to get Colbert to come out, which gives room for the guards, which funny. is really the way you start changing this series. If he right? hit one more, he'd be like, hey, shoot Then you can start driving, you can get to the line, but Jokic has to, has to, has to make those shots. I think if you look at this game, because I know you're, gonna, you're upset because Denver lost and, and Mitchell went for all these points. The game to me was... Jordan Clarkson, tip your hat to him. Nine of freaking 13. I'm tip my anything. Nine of 13 to Jordan, Jordan Clarkson in this game, which is just like, if you look at this game and just think about like, okay, where are the margins? These two starting lineups both can go at each other in ways that are interesting. Just don't let these other players become an X factor. Nine of 13 for 24 points tonight. It just, God, it was, a, it was a killer. And then, of course, you know, Utah going 31 of 36 from the field. I've banged on this point a lot. That second unit fouls. You look. They, had, they were in the bonus with six minutes to go in the second period. You can't do that. You put then the, by the time you bring the starters back in, every foul is two free throws, and that's a killer. So, um, Denver. That was one of the that was one of the pivot points. Even Michael Malone talked about it. Um, where else? Where do we go from here? Oh, I lost the Canucks bet. Uh, Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Man, almost, almost. All right, go ahead. We can throw up king of the game. Jamal Murray earned it. He got his Son first his first fifty point game. He earned that one. I mean, nine of fifteen. God. Oh, you, I can't believe the Canucks. Let I mean, me I don't want to rag on Jamal for anything bad because if it weren't for him, Denver is kind of blown out in this game. I mean, he was that good. But yeah, he was amazing. I don't know who Jamal Murray is. I still don't. 
I know. Yeah, I know. I think he's this guy, but I think he's going to be this guy more and more. But we have two transcendent Jamal Murray games in Denver. Won one, almost won the other. And then we have two just complete stinkers, and Denver got blown out of those two. Yeah. It's, it says something, though, that he – I mean, he scored his – career high in the playoffs hundred against Dude, a great defender and against the defense loading up on him it says a whole when, when lot when the team was quitting and the series was slipping away and the season was slipping away jamal walked in tonight took 15 threes 15 jamal threes. jamal went up a, a, a level in my book i yeah. mean i'm still worried about the the consistent yeah. i'm super worried about all of those things respect i'm not gonna let him off of that else. but I, a lot of respect is, for him yeah, man. man that guy's a that guy's a tough dude. Yeah, Jamal, I think he's 23, Nemanja. I, I see a lot of people Dijon. saying, can we talk about the pick-and-roll defense? I mean, what's there to say? Well, let's talk about No, I let's mean, talk about There's a reason that there was so much trash talk from Utah in this whole series. Yeah. Uh, so much from Donovan Mitchell, and he played with just so much confidence. And again, Denver, I think, moving forward, has to decide, are these the guys? Are these their, you know, yeah. which ones of these guys are their guys? Is it, is it Jokic? Is it Jokic and Murray? Is it just Murray? Is no, it Michael I was Porter Jr. Not Jokic and Murray? Ready to start to transition to these conversations? Well, I don't want to. No, I know. I mean, like, going starting at, into this off season. I didn't. I don't want to talk about off season, but I'm telling you, no, about no, the, I'm saying, like, I, just, right, I just right. feel like we were set in our in our path. Oh right, yeah. Uh, well, I that's just was not play. ready to like. Guys, this is what the playoffs. Though, you know what know. it is? The playoffs are really all that matter. It's so funny when you. This is why when people talk about LeBron in like December and they're like, well, I don't know, is he like, yeah. guys, the only thing that matters it's is the true. playoffs. You have it's to true. get yourself there. And this goes for coaching too. Like, oh, he's done a great job of drowning these. Well, it's November. Like, okay, they've managed an injury or whatever. Let's see what happens when you get to the playoffs. This is where, where everything matters. And Denver needed this. I mean, they needed to know. I just feel like there is a clarity. They can't guard the pick and roll with Jokic. He just can't. And, and the players that they have sort of allotted themselves. So now the question becomes, do you build something around that specifically so that they're capable of doing that? Who are their guys? How much are you willing to mortgage so that you can do that? Mm. Or do you have to, like, tinker with certain things and say, okay, we can't have three high-volume scores who are all vulnerable in the, in the pick and roll. I mean, that's a real, a real and, question Denver's going to have. And you have to – I think you have to commit at some point to – the guys around Jokic and Murray, if you're sticking with these guys, is are you all offense or are you right, the defensive right, athletes, right. right, who can support these explosive offensive players? I do feel like at times, especially with the injuries, Barton and Gary out, it just felt like this team was stuck in in, in between places. I like Ray Vaughn. If he was he say, I'm here to talk three one comebacks. I'm hey man, let's man. do it. We saw. Do we still have the Millsap picture looking like LeBron? Can we put a little the Warriors blue with three one lead? Oh man, if we could get that over Utah, that would be fantastic. Um, no, but even coming back in the series, I do think there, it's funny that you think about Denver went to a less offensive lineup, putting Jeremy Grant in for Michael Porter, yeah. and it got better offensively. Like they yeah. they kind of clipped. And the reason, in my opinion, for this was roster clarity. This is what George Carl talked yeah. about in the podcast. It was so Just great. What you're when to Michael do. Porter's out there, you're wondering, is he the third option? Is he like we run plays for him? Do right. we not? Everybody's saying they don't run enough for him. Yeah, but Denver hadn't done that before. They just have never like built towards that. You go to Jeremy Grant, at least you know, okay, we don't run things for him. Like he's just we, we and you had a little bit more clarity there. He knows how to space, and I and I think it works. So it's building towards the playoff, I'm telling you, it's going to be hard watching the Nuggets next season because we're going to be thinking about this the entire season about, okay, cool win, but what are the Nuggets prepared for in the playoffs? Do guys have so much roster clarity and you have all of these little pieces? And it's going to be especially difficult for me to watch when I become a monk and I move to the mountains and I stop watching You're basketball. really struggling for this one. Well, I just like the Denver Nuggets as a team. I like them as people. I've been really heavy in on their development, and I just don't want this to be the way that it all falls apart. I mean, who knows like what happens? Obviously, we're, we're dealing with emotions right now, both us and them. Um it's a long off season. We thought we kind of plugged some of these defensive be. issues by bringing Jeremy Grant here in the first place to pair him next to Jokic. Hasn't really uh, bore fruit. Um, is there another guy that you could put next to Jokic that sort of helps to hide his defense? Do we bring in a different center so that Jokic plays the four? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. It's we tough. got a comment that says you guys are speaking like it's over. Granted, it doesn't look great. But it's happened 11 times before. I'm not ready to throw in the I act. love it. I'm I not, love Whoa, you coming? You cut off the mic. You guys, you, oh. you take he's, me he's right not, out of there. He's not ready to throw in the asterisk. And that did get me a little excited. Oh, I love that. Why should, um, do we, are we ready to do an ad read? Can we take a break and like, can, shake this off yeah, and try to get some better juju going? I want a better um, juju. You want better juju? All right. Maybe on the other side, we'll talk about it. Because again, yes. again, guys, 
every one of these games besides those two they threw away with the, the horrible effort every single one has come down to the last seconds of it i know no this is definitely going to get like, three more of those yo this next game the emotional uh bet that's going to be placed by me especially and i'm, I sh I'm sure the rest of nuggets nation it's going to be equally as high as it it's was going to be for... quite high and it's going to be quite uh <laughs> volatile yeah um all right well i guess we're still waiting on <laughs> still we're still waiting on this paul Millsap. For a while there, we were excited about Dad kind of like saving the day. He had some Yo, big, big plays there Dad, for a while. Dad came home. And oh, then Dad, actually, let's to talk about almost, and then he actually Dude, he had two. He had two rough I do, I do sequences have the, down the down the stretch of yeah. We'll talk about him. Go go for a quick read. We're going to talk about what to expect here in Game Five and some of the some of the other stuff. Let's talk about what a lot of you are probably thinking about right now, and that's alcohol. Um, the Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. The Avalanche Amber, a uh, great classic amber ale. You can find it all over the state. If you're not sure where to find it, head to our bar, punch it into the Breck Beer Locator. You can just Google that, really great tool. Um, but look, Breck, whether it's the Avalanche Amber Ale, you're looking for some of the summer stuff like Strawberry Sky. Uh, these guys do it right. These guys and gals, I should say. Yeah, they just released a new beer. Friends of the show, Man, friends the, of the company. The state and, of Colorado has a real Strawberry Sky right now. And some damn good beer. Um, strawberries you mean a smoke-filled smog sky? It, it looks almost strawberry color. But it does yeah. look delicious. Man, it's just all the, the city of Denver burning, the, the state of Colorado burning, the nuggets of dumpster fire. It's really, really tough right now. Send all, the rain! Are they all Basketball related? Basketball God, send the rain! What have we done? We Did we, we did did I do something? I probably said we something. Did, we probably did I'm gonna, something I'm going to look back at my timeline. There's at least one tweet. I, I I know, all I know is I do blame Eric. I, don't, I, I can't, do too. I can't yeah. pinpoint it. but Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, I, that, that's true. Uh, but Breckenridge Brewery has a new beer too called Broncos Country that has the dope old oh, school wow. can. Check it out. Like well, I've not tried it yet, but I've saw I saw uh, our man RK put it all in, all up on the timeline. The new D Broncos uh, Country. Oh Tuesday. Uh, why don't you forget it where everything I said until Tuesday when things are going to be official and dope. <laughs> we also have to talk about WGT, the best mobile golf game in the world. A uh, lot of fun. Still time to do the tournament because we started late. <laughs> Still time to do this tournament if you're in. Country Clubs DNVR, DNVR2, or DNVR3. Uh, yeah, get it. I uh, you should be right able now. to join right in the club I shot, I shot, section. I shot terribly in my round. If it was a loser weekend for me. Haven't joined yet. Um, there, I WGT whips, but maybe the coolest play to play WGT is with DNVR. Three full clubhouses. So search DNVR3. It's the staff. It's the members. Um, there's a Discord where you can talk trash. So it's it's a it's it's a great experience and like it's actually a lot of fun and I don't say that about a lot of mobile golf games or phone games at all. You should get it pretty big, man. You should get a pretty big uh, Nug Life tattoo. I would say make it proportionate to your torso. Don't make it too big, <laughs> too small. Make sure that it communicates the pain you live with, but don't make it. If you're really about top. Nug Life, you get it right across the neck. Yeah, you're like, you're <laughs> like Birdman. If you're really, really about Nug Life, <laughs> you get a Birdman tattoo, and then you cover it with Nug Life. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> you want to know my favorite comment the other day when you were pretending that you were no longer a Nuggets fan? You're like, I'm just an Avs guy. Then someone's like, yeah, man, me too. Lakers and Avs all the way. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't a Nuggets fan. Well, no, I well, was saying somebody that... The, on, I, I, somebody hopped on Twitter and really shamed you by their agreement with well, your first statement. First off, the person that hopped on and shamed me on Twitter was you. And well, I, I wasn't yeah. saying that. I was just saying, isn't it nice that we have all of these teams that we can like move our emotions <laughs> to? Like, what am I not going to be a Nuggets fan? Look at me. I have, I have season tickets. Look at these deep creases. It's not I because know. I'm 100 years old. Oh, it is I know. mostly because of that. But it's because I've seen some things in this life, man. Yeah. Um, you got to tip your hat. I, another place you go on this is just Quinn Snyder. I mean, the thing about the Nuggets. Tip my hat to him either. <laughs> you can tip your hat here. The thing about the Jazz is that they really have reinvented themselves specifically for the Nuggets. I mean, it's like a whole new team. Yeah, four regular season wins that meant nothing because Utah was a different team in the postseason with with cards uh -huh. up their sleeves and tricks up their sleeves. Yeah. Um, adjustments on both sides of the ball and I mean, Quinn Snyder can coach, man. Yeah, if there was any really doubt can. about that, yeah. it, let me ask you this one. Not that this is an excuse for anything. How different are things, especially maybe we can say even game five, if Gary Harris is back and healthy and able to be a defender? Um, I mean, look, if we're talking about trying to, like, one possession, two possessions, it matters. Um, but, look, That's the Nuggets the didn't play was. great defense tonight either, and I feel like the reason we felt better about it is because the offense looked good. So, yeah, um, yeah obviously Gary helps. 
But no, I really can't look at this and say, oh, they're just Gary away um, from yeah, a winner yeah, or we, anything. We get, really. I mean, we won't, but that stretch in the middle of the season where Gary just literally shut down every. Oh, yeah. He had a run. That was like just killing it. Like Cost Dame Lillard body. comes in scoring 50, something like 60 right. in a row. And he scored like only like 30. But No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't. No, he thought he shut him down even more than that. Yeah, but um, we, I mean, he literally shut down. Like there was just a murderer's row of like top scores in this league that he I mean, absolutely hated. You look at Donovan Mitchell and you say he goes 15 of 27 tonight for 51 points does gary harris make five points worth of difference you know like yes exactly so you know it was at least something by the way i think will barton too um will barton just knows how to defend i mean so much of this was about like switching guys having to switch positions or you know oh we're going to target mpj because he's on the court just having a guy who if he's your worst defender he's still good is is something you know yeah i'm not an analytics guy is there a is there a stat for is it porp Points over replacement player? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What's his pipe? Hope dude. so, man. I can't. His porp is minimum five. It is a bit of a drag that even last year you have an injured Will Barton. This year you have no Will Barton and an injured and no Gary Harris. And it's like, well, because we're gonna make so many sweeping judgments about the Nuggets about it. It's like, well, they're missing their starting backcourt. But bigger drag because isn't that the story over these last two to three years? Yeah, I mean, At a certain yeah, point, a you certainly can't prepare for them anymore. So Michael Porter, you know, he goes four of eight tonight. He had a big three, and and um, was he a positive tonight? He was a plus four. I mean, some of this is like the Nuggets haven't worked him in. I mean, that's just the the, the bottom line is that he came in with that. He came in. With, are you trying to get get the the head honcho on? Yeah. To get no, no. Uh, he's he's a, he, hold on. I just, I gotta help him out. Oh, uh, you gotta help him with something. Um, Michael Porter, they just didn't have a chance to really work him into the rotation. You know, like work him into the offense, work yeah. him in in a way that was healthy. And I think. Um, you know, next year, I do think there's going to be something about, all right, let's see what happens when our offense is so nuclear that you have to take out, oh, Jordan Clarkson can't be played. Not that he goes 9 of 13, but, oh, he can't be on the court because he gives up such big runs. I mean, that's what we're talking about tonight in this series, right? Denver can't have their best offensive lineups on because it's too bad defensively. If you throw, if you can integrate him into a way where it all works, then you can start telling other teams, like, we've got to take off one of yes. our offensive guys because now we have to put a for defense here, for there. example jordan clarkson who lit the nuggets up tonight yeah. was also being hit on mpj at times right who was not involved who wasn't cutting there were no play calls for him not saying there should have been but that's that's an easy example of like dude if he gets six easy points on jordan clarkson quinn Snyder has to pull the plug i mean i think i think mpj as early as next season will be a better score than Jordan Clarkson. You know what I mean? Right, so, yeah. so if you're saying like yeah. those are your two things, then it's like, all right, we'll, we'll take that. And I think assuming this trio is in place next season, that has to be the number one priority for whatever length of regular season that ends up being. You got you got to walk into the playoffs knowing that maybe he's not ready defensively, but this kid's such a threat that, that we'll take our chances. Yeah. Did you uh, guy, do you have Jamal Murray's highlights, the highlight package? It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long highlight package. Uh, you pulled up. We have some time. It looks like Harrison Wynn, the Peloton Prince, is is walking up to the set, and I'm oh, really curious. Let's see, let's see if he's able to to, Big test to, here. to make good on his uh, prediction. Half court heave. All right, looking good, looking good. Can you talk into it? Can the people hear? Hello, check check. Hello, hello. <laughs> All right, Harrison. I'm curious, man. What happened there in the? Uh, in the nope, post? nope. <laughs> Just not no meant one's to be. no one's half court heave. Just hit. not meant to be. Not even there Harrison's. We go. Who said that he was Thank just going to be able to get the microphone to work on his own? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, this was rough. This was rough. I don't know. I feel like there's just not a lot to say about this game, like, after the fact. It, um, Utah played the Nuggets again. But um, a lot of discussion around free throw shooting. I think that's been a theme this series. Uh, Denver's inability to get to the line. Really, Denver's inability to get to the line all season long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Utah's ability to get to the line. Um Michael Malone said he's got to look at the tape and find a way to help Nicola and see what's going on out there. He played 39 minutes, only got to the foul line twice. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's kind of par for the course. And some of this is he's a finesse player. Some of this you have to tip your hat to Rudy Gobert. I mean, Gobert has done a masterful job yes. on him and on the entire Nuggets team. I mean, I, as frustrated as I am about that, I can't think off the top of my head of a play where I'm like, oh, got robbed. I do think with the Murray one at the end, I do think yep. he got hit on the arm. I think the Millsap foul that was called on him, Donovan Mitchell, and both of those were like mon- monumental. Well, another reason for Jokic's lack of free throws, he played this game predominantly on the perimeter also. And look, Is that j- a problem? 
No, I'm just saying that's a reason why he hasn't got to the line a lot. And look, we can talk about bad calls here or there, but the Jazz are breaking down the defense. The Jazz are attacking the rim. Yeah, the yeah. Jazz are, are getting themselves to the line. Denver did not make their own luck in that regard. I think, um, you know, I've talked about this for a while. Offensively, Jokic is not fully off, unstoppable just yet. I mean, the Nuggets scored a 127 points tonight. A lot of that was Jamal Murray. But he's not unstoppable for one reason. He's not quite a three-point shooter. I know. Yet. That's he's it. He's not quite. That's, that's his one flaw here. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a, that you can even put a yet on the end of that? Do you foresee that happening? I do him? foresee it happening. Absolutely, I see him being a better three-point shooter. I mean, he's yeah. got a good stroke. Um, he needs to – I mean, it's if I were him, it's exactly the thing I would commit to most because I don't know if he can be a defender. I mean, like, If I were him, I'd commit to probably raising a horse or – Horse racing, something. Get your negative Nancy out of here. But him being able to hit that three, I do think is going to be a game changer. Because tonight, look, here's another part of it. Gobert has been able to manage this series in large part because he has dared Jokic to make threes, and he hasn't Uh yet. He took him tonight. I'm glad he did, but that's part of it. If Jokic tonight, because the looks he got were great. If Jokic is four of six, because these are all set wide open shots in your sweet spot, Gobert has to come out, and all of a sudden now everybody's eating inside. If he's Six of ten, you know, if he's if he's a threat, or even just throughout the season, he's forty percent. It changes the way teams try to game plan for you. So to me, that's one area offensively he can really grow. Yeah. All right, Michael Malone, what do you have to say today, Harrison? Um, well, what was he, his tone? His tone, he was down. He was pissed. He was upset. He um, was mad, or he was sad. <laughs> I just think he was disappointed in the Nuggets. You know, for most of this game, played well enough to win. Uh, yeah. They outplayed Utah for most of the first half, I think. Yeah, uh, They got off to a great start after a god-awful start in Game 3. Uh, so the starting lineup adjustment definitely worked. Um, but, you know, the second half, it was just kind of the same old story that we've seen this whole series, I feel like. Utah just executing quarter, and executing. And the Nuggets just really not having a prayer and stopping them, ex- especially in the third quarter. The defense tightened up a little down the stretch. Uh, but especially in the third quarter. And you could just kind of sense Malone's frustration. Like, all right, um, like we got to the level we needed to get to for a half, but um, we just can't keep it there. And they just keep out-executing and out-executing us. And, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. Um, who else spoke? It was just Jamal and uh, Nicola. Jamal right, I want to hear said, from Jamal um, first. Yeah, Jamal was down too. Man, he was down. 50-point game for Jamal. If you producers want to get up my 20 predictions for 2020, uh, that'd be, don't do that'd that. be a he good time to do that don't right do now. That. You don't need to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you happen to predict a uh, global pandemic in your... Yeah, you, only you missed think that I one, predict. Harrison. I don't want to hear How any, that slip I don't under hear your any radar, other predictions, buddy? man. Yeah. Yeah. You're not paying attention? The world's all burning here. <laughs> now, so like, I predicted leaves? Murray would score well, 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a loss. Well, you know could have used that uh if you asked me to predict if it would have come in a win or a loss i would say a loss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like next year we're gonna be like harrison we're reading your predictions what's gonna happen in the world <laughs> uh jamal murray said quote there's a lot of fight left in that locker room um i know he's got a lot of fight left I- i'm curious to see who else has a lot you can't of fight question left. jamal murray's heart not even yeah. just in this game but i just i mean i've never well, seen unless him he means they're try. just fighting each other was that clear? <laughs> no? Okay. No, I don't think physical fighting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he means. He's like, there's a lot of fight in that locker room. Between us, we're fighting each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicola talked about how they've been down in series before. They were down 2-1 in both those series last year. It's a lot different than being down 3-1. It is a lot different. Yeah. But yeah. Like, So they're both talking as if they're ready to fight for game. Because here's one thing. I, I mean, I mean, look, you you it's got over, you got to talk like that. Well, that's what I'm asking you. Are they it's saying going over. through the motions, or are they talk? I mean, does it seem like they're? Because here's the thing. What has every NBA player said about the bubble that has gone inside the bubble? It's like jail. It's like prison. It's the worst thing ever. So I have to imagine there are certain types of players that would look at this and say three one, almost never going to happen. Odds of it happening are zero point five percent. Let's just get the f out of here and get onto our break. And I just wonder if the team is like, F that, we're here, let's do this. Let's like, three games, they barely beat us. We're, we figured something out today, and let's go. I'm I mean, g- did you get that sense one way or another? No, not really. Kay. Not really. I, I mean, that's what I was saying where I was like, yes, Jamal definitely, I think, will fight in uh, game five. Jamal, you don't have to worry about, but curious to see who else does. Yeah. Because I don't think everybody else is like a sure thing to, to have that same edge that he's going to bring. Yeah. I'm going to need to see a lot from his partner, Yoke in these three games for me to enter next season feeling anywhere near where I did about him even coming into the playoffs you're pretty down on him was this a good game from him yes 
And if those threes drop, it's a great game and the Nuggets win. And so that's great. But one game he for sure quit. Another game he was nowhere near good enough. So the question at hand is, like, how do these guys respond to this down 3-1? If there's anyone, in my opinion, that you need to see show you something now, it's Yoke. Uh, you just have to walk away from this knowing he's invested, and because you know that about Murray. Yeah. Um, all right, let's have Murray. Let's let's relive some of the magic today, fellas. Let's go to uh, let's go to the live highlights of Murray. He was incredible. He was. I, incredible. We got to get him to this level, though. The Nuggets, they just got to, you know, Damian Lillard has a fifty-point night. You're never surprised by it, you know. Yeah. We, Murray has this in him. We just got to figure out how to get him to to be at this level. Michael Porter, this was a good one. This is this. That got Porter See, going this is, a little this bit. This is the Porter that's coming next year. I don't think it's coming this year, but just the integrated into the like, okay, this is another weapon we have, and then let's leverage it. It's a great pass. A great, great little extra dribble there, a little skate dribble. Oh, his finishes. Really um, so underrated mid finisher, man. I feel so good. Jamal took 15 threes in this game. I feel like he could have taken 20. Yeah. He definitely passed them up, too. Yeah. That's what's weird about him, though. Is like he's so good at the tough ones. It's like he has to get it in his head that he's this high volume three point shooter. It'll change the. Even a guy like Gobera will have to step up. We talk about Jokic hitting threes. Some of these quick ones are another way to get it. Mason Plumley. This was the Nuggets offense in the second half. Just fine, Murray. So much so much step back energy. Joe Ingles really was annoying in this game. Oh, that was what a great a play. play. What a play by, by Murray. I mean, Man, Denver was, had a, a lead in this in the second so quarter they that they were ready to, they were ready to blow oh, it open and they blew and they blew it, man, with some it. dumb plays. This team cannot close quarters or halves. No, man. they really, they really can't. Yeah. They totally let their foot off the gas. That's every a tough time. shot. That's and it's a big balls dance. You see him? Look at him. Big balls. He did have some. Some huevos. Huevos grandes. And they will thank you if you get Manscaped involved. Jamal Murray is so good moving off ball like yeah. that. I can't they believe we don't more see that. more of that. Yeah, we need yeah more of that. that's one of my big takeaways from this season. These are, these are tough shots, though, man. That hezzy, man. Look at this. Finish it. Well, the way you could see more of it is the Monte Jamal backcourt. Yeah, I've really been preaching might. this all year. The Nuggets have been so good the last two you know, years with those do, two on the well, floor. Well, you do think about it tonight. He goes for 50. He has Monte on the court with him now. You know, he was exceptional in every way. But it does lend to the, like, get him a, a, a true point guard to where he gets to be the point, the pick and roll point guard. You get another one that's more of the floor general point guard. It might be something there. But at this point now, you're asking, like, the Nuggets need defense. They need the leadership. They need Drew Holiday. <laughs> Drew Holiday, anybody? There's a lot of things. It's a growing grocery list here, bro. Look at him still cooking, though, in this, man. Hey, but it, but I feel like all of his points came in the fourth. Two. That's the shot right there. That's a foul. Come on now. I mean, you don't have a shot unless you got an on-ball guy who can heat up like this. Yeah. And it's good. The Nuggets know they have that. Such a perimeter-oriented game. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yep, need that one from them more and more. Oh. He's got it. He's got it. If Going they leave you open, pure. if they go under, I have do so not much hesitate. confidence in him both in game one and once he gets in the zone, you're just kind of like, just so, keep shooting just it, keep dude. Shooting. This one's ridiculous. One. He yep. willed Man. that one. In. Willed that one in. I love it. Him and Mitchell, man, what a what a battle! Wow! Put anybody besides Royce O'Neal on him, and it's just it is he is cooked. God, they let him down. Murray, Murray did everything he could in this. This game. reminded me of Game Six against the Spurs, where Yoke had 43, and they lost. Oh yeah, and they lost. That one though, they got blown out in. Yeah. But yeah, that was the same thing where you like you feel like you wasted a performance. Look at him still hitting these, man. A minute 34. I was ready to believe right here. I was ready to believe. Me too. I was in. A yoker dunk. Oh, three dunks, dunks for Yoke and a pull up on the rim. Yeah. Yeah, Gobert's stupid little flop. God, I hate Gobert. He's the worst. I just, I mean, my, I told you guys my thing. I, Gobert, I don't, I. It's ugly basketball. I don't want him to be the mold, man. Other than the other one right there. Yoke had an interesting quote tonight where he was asked about Murray's fifty, and he was like. Yeah, once he got hot, I just was setting screens and passing the ball to him. That's a good quote. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 what you want, you know? Yeah. It's like when Jokic is hot, you want Murray just kind of looking and feeding him. Let's take a break on the other side. Fully turn our attention to game five and just kind of predict what we're gonna what's going to happen. I mean, let's try to bounce back and see if there's... I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I know. We have to wait two days, though. I know. I'm ready for this portion of the show here. <laughs> well, let's talk about Green Mountain Down Group. They're in Lakewood. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans. 
just like all of us. Uh, Lindsay's so been there. They're miserable as well. So Don't they're, go tomorrow. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're going to like, no Novocaine. They're just like, just need to make someone go <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. Green Mountain Dental would never. They're going to be very gentle. Definitely don't go in your jazz jersey if you happen to be oh, a Oh, exactly. That's, that's exactly um, right. One time I was a Cardinals fan after they beat the Mets in game seven. My surgeon on my eye, he was a Mets fan. So he's stitching my eye shut with a needle. Oh, wow. And I'm too young to get that adults have a grasp on this yet. Because yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. him, I would have. That's just... what I was going to ask you is if yeah. you were a surgeon and somebody comes yeah, up, would, for you be, sure. would you be like, nope, I'm going to F this dude up? Yeah. yeah or just stab him. Um, wow. Uh, that's, <laughs> I'm very glad you're not a surgeon. That is wildly uh, that's illegal. But here's the thing you have to remember about Green Mountain Dental, uh, Dental Group. When you get a cleaning, an x-ray, and an exam, uh, you receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. That is a great value. It's a great toothbrush. A good toothbrush matters. Doesn't seem like it does. Uh, Brush but, the bad taste. But of this we game promise out of your you, mouth, man. it does. And let's talk about Strava Craft Coffee, my favorite coffee co coffee company in the world, because it's CBD infused. They do cold brew. They do whole whole They do ground. They do whole beans. And uh, there's a subscription service you cannot sign up for using DNVR20. You'll get 20% off every order, and you can choose when that coffee is sent to you every two, four, six, or eight weeks. Um, get this CBD infused coffee in your life. Helps with anxiety. Helps with IBS. And it's just a great way to start the day. Fantastic. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. Uh, Harrison, before you got back, we 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 spent a, maybe a little too much time talking about the series as if it were over even though it's not looking great it's not looking very good yeah. but let's now turn our attention to game five what do you expect from the nuggets first of all, before we talk about what they can do what do you expect from them in game five i expect denver to fight and if they can keep it close i expect them to fight to the end yeah um if the game gets away from them like i think we saw with philly today they yeah. were down three zero uh, to boston and they played a pretty competitive first half got away from them in the second half. If that happens to Denver, I, I could see it getting away from them. But I think they'll come out and fight. Um, at least that's the sense I get. What do you think, Eric? What do you, what do you think they're, they're going to give you? Um, I would expect a, a car, sort of a carbon copy of this game. I think it's going to look a lot like this one, like sort of uh, how we got two of the same game in a row the last two. Like I imagine both teams are going to be – I mean, the thing that was crazy is that the Jazz came out and they missed a lot of layups yep. early on. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping, I mean, who knows? Maybe Gary makes an appearance. Maybe like mm. something happens to where we get, I mean, I, Gary, I do you make an appearance three down three, one, like yeah. the last game of the series? Absolutely. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you don't start him obviously, but like, yeah. you know, I mean, just, you, you don't know. I mean, we were talking about the razor thin, the crazy stat, right? The there. razor thin margin that uh, a game like this is, uh, lives on, you know, like it could be just a really small thing that, that tips the balance. So I expect it to be equally gut-wrenching or exhilarating as game one was uh, this next game. So it's definitely going to be a fight. Um, so I expect to, you know, be, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you're so one, down. I've never seen one way or the You're other. down too. What do you expect? They lose. I don't know if they roll over or not, but I, I how, how could they be anything but deflated right now? How could Utah be anything but yeah. ready to roll? It's tough, man. With every Mitchell pick and roll and with every drive that he gets to the rim, the dagger in the Nuggets' heart just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. Like, you feel like they're just getting this, like, more and more frustrated with every drive and every three that they get on kickouts. Like, that stuff wears on you. I still expect them to battle, and I'll be yeah. so disappointed if they don't. Yeah, um, Jokic too. in particular, I think he's going to hit more shots. I mean, here's one thing I'll tell you. The Nuggets, I think Jokic is this way. I think Michael Porter is this way. I think Jamal Murray is this way. When you turn the thought part off, I feel like they're even better. And so tomorrow, in, in this game, there's nothing to lose. You're down 3-1. You're supposed to go out. You know, you're like, you're supposed to I do wonder if there's going to be just a little bit with Jokic draining those threes now mm -hmm. because it's like, well, what's the point? There's nothing, right. there's nothing left to hold back on. So... I could see a little bit of a hot game from Denver. I think Utah's going to try to step on the throat. Uh, uh, no, no questions asked. I think they're going to try to thump their chest and try to get in their face. And I just hope that Denver shows that they're made of something in that one is, and, and doesn't buckle. Is there a way that this game can go where you're back on the like the screw it? I mean, I know we're all the like anything one? can happen, but yeah, is there, can Denver win this game in such convincing fashion that you go, hey, the talent's there. It's just yeah, two I just, wins. I just Why need not? Them to win. Period. I, I'm. I mean, what would you have to see at this point? I mean, I think you'd like to see some type of stop of that pick and roll yes. more than anything. Because yes. I think Denver can score on them to the level that they have. I think Denver had like a 120, 130 offensive rating tonight or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, they like, scored. Denver oh. scored. And they, you know, so I just, if you, if they did something where 
you know, maybe it's just that Mitchell's off. Maybe it's that the, the team collectively is a little bit off or whatever. But more to it, if they have something up their sleeve that they can try and say, okay, well, they have an answer now. Now Utah has to adjust. I think you'd feel good about it. I don't know if they have that. Um, but yeah. I sure hope, hope they find one. I'm so curious to see how Denver comes out because the underlying storyline for me this whole series is that the Jazz have been the aggressor yes. r- really throughout no, every no game, question. maybe except a little in game one, a little tonight in the first half. Utah has been the aggressor. They've done what they wanted to do. They've run what they've wanted to run on offense. Uh, every shot they've got, it seems, comes within the flow of their offense where Denver is just searching and searching. Um, I- I'm curious to see if the Nuggets can be the aggressor for – a full game for the first time this series. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. Um, that'll wrap it up, guys. We don't have to go too long today. Is there anything else you want to do to put a button on this, Harrison? Um, no, that last thing was kind of my final piece. It's just like Utah has been so comfortable this series. Yep. Yeah, they've been so comfortable in everything they're doing. Mitchell has Mitchell's looked like I don't know the, the third best player in these playoffs behind Lillard and uh, Luka Doncic. He's been incredible, man. I would put him ahead of Lillard. I mean, yeah. for what we've seen in the, I mean, yeah. Donovan Mitchell's yeah, dominated every aspect. Mitchell's shot 36% from three this year. He's shooting like around 50% from three for the series. He's cool. missed one free throw. He's been absolutely unstoppable. This feels like uh, it feels him, like a glow up. Him becoming him. a star for yeah. sure. Yeah, unless he averages like 22 a game on 38% in round two, yeah. and then you just go, oh, Denver's defense really is really that does bad. just blow. Yeah. But it's all looks yeah. so easy for him. Yeah, and yeah. everything has so looked so easy for him. Totally. And, uh, you know, even in like game, uh, what was it, game three when or when they bottled him up or game two, you know, he just got everybody else involved. He yeah. found like his open teammates. So it's been a breeze for him, it seemed like. Yeah. Uh, any parting thoughts for you? Um, hey, I get You're it. So bummed. I, I get it a little bit more tonight. I do. Love all you. Love all you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Here it goes. And Eric Ossoffi. Everybody is ready to check out everybody's ready to count the nuggets out everyone's ready to put a bow on the series and bury the nuggets and that's ridiculous this is the most resilient team in denver we see them like it come we see them get punched in the face we see them rise to the occasion that is the temperament of this team they've listen things look rough things always look rough when you're down the playoffs always have this way as george carl will tell you as any person that's been around this game for a long time will tell you it's never as bad or as good as good as it seems Mm -hmm. Um, good point all it takes is one game one game one game one game these are all one-offs and we've seen the nuggets beat the jazz individually more than once this season more than twice this season not one we've seen them beat them four times in a row you sound like the nuggets right now we're gonna listen we've actually seen them beat the jazz four times I am, in, I am in no way out on this team. Like, I'm not out until they show me that it, until it's over. When the lights are off, that's when I'll say it's over. It's not over. And uh, let's go. Screw the Jazz. Screw the Jazz. There you got it. All right. Th- thanks to everybody that stuck around for the whole time. Going to be back tomorrow, of course, with a notebook edition of the podcast. So that one will get a little bit more into the X's and O's of everything that happened. Of course, don't forget to catch it. the Keep It at 1000 podcast. If you haven't checked it out already with George Carl, a lot of the stuff he said in that one really changed my yeah. mind. Really Amazing have, it, episode. That it just really dropped. influenced me. And I feel like I learned a lot about the NBA and NBA basketball from that episode. So check it out. We'll see everybody tomorrow. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com